Chapter Twenty One of Plum Pudding of Diverse Ingredients Discreetly Blended and Seasoned. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. Plum pudding of diverse ingredients discreetly blended and seasoned by christopher morley chapter twenty one the club at its worst a barbecue and burgoo of the three hours for lunch club was held the club's medical adviser acting as burgomaster and mr lawton mackle the managing director as jest of honour the news that Lawton was at large spread rapidly through the city, and the club was trailed for some distance by an infuriated agent of the Society for the Deracination of Puns. But Lawton managed to kick over his traces, and the club safely gained the quiet haven of a Cedar Street chop-house. Here, when the members were duly squeezed into a stall, the doctor gazed cheerfully upon endymion and the secretary who held the inward places now is my chance he cried to kill two bards with one stone lawton says the stenographic report was in excellent form and committed a good deal of unforgivable syntax he was somewhat apprehensive when he saw the bill of fare inscribed ye old chop house for he asserts that the use of the word ye always involves extra overhead expense and a quotation from shakespeare on the back of the menu he doubted might mean a cover charge but he was distinctly cheered when the kidneys and bacon arrived a long strip of bacon gloriously balanced on four very spherical and well lubricated kidneys smiling demurely even blandly Lawton rolled his sheave of bacon to and fro upon its kidneys. "'This is the first time I ever saw bacon with ball bearings,' he ejaculated. He gazed with the eye of a connoisseur upon the rather candid works of art hanging over the club's corner. He said they reminded him of Mr. Coles Phillips' calf tones. The doctor was speaking of having read an interesting dispatch by Mr. Grasty in the Times. "'I understand.' said lawton that he is going to collect some of his articles in a book to be called leaves of grasty duly ambered with strict and cloudy cider the meal progressed served with humorous comments by the waitress whom the club calls the venus of milo the motto of the club is tre horas non numero inisi serenas and as the afternoon was still juvenile the gathering was transferred to the waterfront passing on to the pier lawton gazed about him with admirable naivete among the piles of freight were some agricultural machines ha cried the managing director this evidently is where the pier's ploughman works the club's private yacht white and lovely lay at her berth and in the doctor's cabin the members proceeded to the serious discussion of literature lawton however seemed nervous cargo was being put aboard the ship and ever and anon there rose a loud rumbling of donkey engines the occasional hurrying roar of machinery 
seemed to make Lawton nervous, for he said apprehensively that he feared someone was rushing the growler. In the corridor outside the doctor's quarters, a group of stewardesses were violently altercating, and Lawton remarked that a wench can make almost as much noise as a winch. On the whole, however, he admired the ship greatly, and was taken with the club's plans for going cruising. He said he felt safer, after noting that the lifeboats were guaranteed to hold forty persons with cubic feet. By this time, all sense of verbal restraint had been lost, and the club, if we must be candid, concluded its session by chanting, not without enjoyment, its own sea shanty, which runs as follows. I shipped aboard a galass, and a brig whereof men brag, but lying on my pallias, my spirits began to sag. I heard the starboard steward singing abaft the poop. He lewdly sang to lord, and sleep fled from the sloop. The grog slaps over the fiddles with the violins of the gale. Two bits are on the quarter-deck, the seamen grouse and quail. The anchor has been catted, the timid rat-lines flee. Careening and carousing, she yaws upon the sea. The skipper lies in the scupper, the bark is lost in the bite. The boatswain calls for a basin, this is a terrible night. The wenches man the winches, the donkey-men all bray. I hanker to be anchored, in safety in the bay. End of chapter 21 Recording by Greg Giordano Newport Ritchie, Florida